Hello, I'm Kenzie Fell, producer and co-host of McGowan Braybender's podcast channel, Side Effects. We are almost one month into our state-mandated stay-at-home order in Ohio, and many weeks into working from home for McGowan Braybender. Our new normal is constantly changing every day as we learn more about the coronavirus and work to flatten the curve. Every aspect of our world is changing. Healthcare, the economy, technology, the way we communicate because of this virus. Today, we are introducing you to Shane Foss, the founder and CEO of Hooray Health based in Dallas, Texas. Hooray Health's goal is to offer low-cost, practical healthcare plans that are supported by technology and protect their members against predatory billing practices. His company believes in providing business owners with an affordable way to reward and retain employees. Shane holds an MBA from Rice University's Jones School of Business, a BS from University of the Incarnate Word, and a Surgical Technologist Certificate from United States Air Force. We're going to discuss with Shane the impact COVID-19 has on the healthcare industry and the importance of telehealth technology. Without further delay, welcome to the show, Shane. I'm Scott McGowan. I'm Kenzie Fell. And I'm Anne-Marie Singleton. Now, I think even for our listeners, too, I think what's important is um, we might be right, we might be wrong, but one thing is we're not afraid. Our goal is to get you to think about things a little differently. And we're unscripted. We just have free reign for 20 minutes. Welcome to Side Effects with an A. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is our second Side Effects podcast episode where we are broadcasting remotely from our homes. Um, I am in my office in Moraine. Scott, what about you? Where are you at today? Lovely Springboro, Ohio. Okay. And we have our wonderful guest, Shane, here today. Welcome, Shane. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. And where are you located right now? I'm in Dallas, Texas. So okay. it's a beautiful day in Dallas, Texas today. Blue skies and about 83 degrees. Oh, that sounds nice. It's pretty nice in Ohio right now, actually. We're getting some good spring weather, I think. I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> you right. stuck down in your basement. <laughs> I'm stuck down in the basement. Hey, Shane, uh, first of all, thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you for your service. How are things in, uh, how are things in Texas right now? Uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, I think we had 400 new cases yesterday. So, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll start flattening the curve here soon. Um, you know, we're nothing like New York or California right now, but, um, you know, it's, we're, we're getting there. We've got the drive-through. I keep watching the drive-through, uh, testing centers and, um, you know, there's maybe 15, 20 cars there. So it's not, uh, uh unmanageable anyway. Mm-hmm. And what about, what about Hooray Health? How are you guys doing? How's your company doing right now? You know, we're doing great. We're, um, you know, what, you know, so the mission of our company is really to provide uh, health insurance uh, acts, which easy access to health insurance for uh, people that typically don't have access to health insurance. And so Mm -hmm. what, what's happened is companies are now realizing that their part-time hourlies that aren't participating in their, uh, their health insurance plans need some form of coverage. And so right. we're getting a lot of calls with, uh, you know, with companies, with brokers that are looking for alternatives to, uh, you know, where they can, they can give access to this, um, 
at least basic care for uh, um, for their part-time contingent workforce. And so we're getting a lot of calls. Uh, we actually had one uh, national company that is a uh, restaurant company that uh, they called us on a Saturday um, and we were enrolling by Wednesday morning at 10.30 a.m. Wow. And so we, uh, you know, which is not typically how we like to do it or want to do it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, but what was really nice was we, uh, we appreciated what they were trying to do, which was, um, you know, they're getting ready to furlough um, a good part of their workforce. And, you know, they wanted to make sure that they had something that was, uh, you know, that where it gave them the opportunity at least to access telemedicine at no cost or go in to see a provider um, and uh, that, that, you know, that the visit was going to get covered. So. You know, one of the things that Kenzie brought up during the show notes is, you know, obviously, um, I, I think one of the things you even said this too is, you know, focusing on the underinsured. So how, how, is, how is Hooray Health kind of uh, embracing that technology and what, what, what do you bring back to, to, to your customers? So how we address it is a couple different ways is um, first and foremost, we, I built a national network um, and now my team that we have uh, built a national network of retail clinic and urgent cares, Uh, you know, we're in 45 States. We have over 3,300 locations, but what we did was we have a $25 uh, prepay. So that's all the member pays and then everything else is covered under our contract. And so there's no balance bills. So that's really important for the member. And that's, that's our foundation. Uh, then we have our $0 telemedicine. Uh, so no consult fee, 24 seven access, unlimited u- utilization. And then we have a mobile app that gets them access. It centralizes all of our benefits. And so they're able to, um, you know, download the mobile app. They're either, they're able to find an in-network provider and get that care or call the telemedicine. And uh, it's really, you know, how we, we, we really tried to think about how the, the average person is going to use this. Cause a mm-hmm. lot of times um, this is their first, you know, first time ever having a health insurance product. And so, um, you know, we're trying to walk them through and get them to the provider and uh, you know, and our, our plans start at $80, right? So it's a very inexpensive way for somebody to have, you know, have access to get into, you know, into the healthcare system, which a lot of them are looking to do, right? They've never, you know, they've never uh, had access. And, uh, you know, and it's, as you guys know, it's very scary um, when you're going in and uh, you don't know what you're going to pay. You know, a lot of, a lot of employers talk about, you know, my workforce doesn't have technology, right? Which, what's your response to that? Statistically, they're 100% wrong. My grandmother who uh, just turned 90, uh, she actually is active on Facebook. She has an iPad and, um, you know, she texts me with her iPad. And so, you know, I, I think that we're fooling ourselves that we don't think, you know, even if it's an hourly employee that they do not have a smartphone. Right. So, um, you know, it's funny is, you know, you look at health benefits, we actually, uh, you know, we take over the enrollment for the employer in this population because uh, you know, we're, we're texting and they can enroll on their phone. They can, you know, enroll through our microsite. I mean, we're, we're, 
you know, we're kind of taking the, you know, making the 21st century available to the, uh, um, to their employees. And they're, they're kind of sitting back thinking, you know, we're still giving these guys paper apps and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and here we are the part-time benefit. Uh, and, you know, we're from a technology standpoint, we're well advanced in what they're using and what their full-time benefits. I, I appreciate that you um, are mentioning telemedicine. So to stay with that conversation and kind of look at it with a different approach, while we're currently facing COVID-19, we are looking at alternative care more seriously than ever. And a few months ago, it was a commodity, and now it's a necessity. You can't, you can't go to the doctor if you have COVID-19. You have to start off on the phone. Um, you can't just go to the doctor's office like you would think you would. So um, for some listeners who might not know what telehealth is yet, what is the value of telemedicine? So telemedicine is great. You can, you know, you can access it from your couch. But here's, here's the, I, I think this is the best example. Your kid is sick it's midnight, where do you go, right? You go to the ER and it's <laughs> yeah. going to cost you two, $3,000 or it costs you nothing to call telemedicine and sit there and video chat with a physician that they can diagnose your child with an ear infection with, you know, strep throat, sore throat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so you can now get a prescription sent to wherever you want. Yeah. Um, and you can just, leave your house and go instead of with the ch- sick child to go in to an emergency room and wait, you're literally, you're seen within 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the provider you're using. And you're able to get a prescription called in. You go to the 24 hour CVS and get your prescription. And, and uh, you know, you're, you don't have to put your, yourself or your child through that, uh, you know, through the, the uh, challenge of going in, in to see a Getting provider. Getting dressed. Right? Yeah. What about, so that, like these two things that I think one is, um, you know, people uh, woke up to the fact that they even had telemedicine three weeks ago, four weeks right. ago. So the PVC pipe that you have for your, for your members, is it, uh, how, how wide, have you guys had choke points in regards to access? So uh, with our partner, no, we have not had any, uh, any issues to date. Um, you know, our, our, the only thing that's gone up is our wait time. Typically when you sign in to uh, see a, a telemedicine provider, you know, it's usually, uh, anywhere from, I think our average wait time is about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gone up to 20, 25 minutes now, but other than that, it's, it's very manageable. What about even some of the things that we've heard in regards to, uh, you know, like we've heard zoom got hacked different technologies right. uh, and so have you so in, in, have you have you addressed that inside of her health yeah so we um, you know obviously from a cybersecurity standpoint and the HIPAA compliance um, uh, any us and our partners uh, you know we have to have all of the security measures in place um, you know knock on wood we have not had any issues but um, you know uh, and, and there's there's always a chance of that. And you would say telemedicine is secure and confidential and people can trust absolutely. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I mean, because a lot of times, you know, if you think about it, it's really, um, it's happening FaceTime through your phone, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're on, a, you're on a secure website that you're putting your information in. The physician calls you on your phone uh, and is talking to you via FaceTime. And so it's a, uh, you know, it's a very intimate and secure 
line, just like, you know, you talking to your family member on FaceTime. Right. And so just a, min a minute ago, you mentioned um, the sign in, you wait, the process for telemedicine. Can you walk us through the entire experience from start to finish? Yeah, just sure. Okay. sure. So you'll call, you, you call in telemedicine. They're going to ask you um, to either uh, over, you can do it over the phone or you can do it online where you just put in all of your history and then you put in your, um, you know, your symptoms, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then what will happen is you'll either receive a, if you're on the phone with the person, uh, they will tell you that the physician will call you, look for this number. They'll call you in the next, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. And then, or the, you'll get, uh, you'll get a uh, email stating that after you've completed your uh, history and physical. And by the way, you only have to complete that history and physical once. So if you've done it once, it, it really speeds up the process. That's uh, so and convenient. Then, yeah. And then the physician will call you. You'll see the number. You'll call and uh, you'll FaceTime and then you'll, uh, you'll begin to, uh, you know, run through. He'll be able to run through, ask you what's going on, what your symptoms are. Um, you know, if you need to get a light down your throat and put the camera up your kids in your kid's throat and, you know, go from there. <laughs> so like even generationally, so as you look at just uh, versus phone calls, so voice versus video, um, what's the, what's the, what's the split for your population? Yeah. So I think that um, pretty much, I, I would say 90% of them uh, are taking video. Um, I, I think that when you look at the 10% that aren't, it's more, um, you know, that's more of a, um, uh, if you're, if you're looking at it from a stress and a, you know, um, uh, maybe it's, it, they're having anxiety or something like that, that mm -hmm. would be, that'd be the, the percentage that wouldn't really need to uh, be on a video chat. What are I do, oh. Sorry, Scott. I was going to say, I do think it all depends on, um, what you need that diagnosed for. If it's mm -hmm. something you can't see, it's easier probably to do a phone call versus a sore mm -hmm. throat. You might need the video chat option. Yeah. It's so crazy well, to think about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, so think about this too, mental health. You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I think, I don't think it would work very well if you're, you know, you can't see the person and you're talking, but um, actually statistically, if you look at it, it's actually the opposite. So I think there's a couple things to consider is, you know, if I'm talking to somebody over the phone and there isn't that personal connection there, am I going to be more willing to disclose things um, you know, without building that trust, right? Because if we're face to face, I've got to build trust. So I think, um, you know, statistically, they're showing that you're going to be a little more effective uh, over the phone, because you're a lot more willing to just kind of disclose things directly, as opposed to building that level of trust. And then the other thing is, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of research right now. And I, I don't know the exact statistics on, you know, children that have been traumatized and, you know, working through um, avatars, on the phone mm -hmm. and the kid trusts that avatar, you know, cause if, you know, especially if they were um, abused by an adult, you know, and now all of a sudden I'm in a setting with an adult, I already don't trust adults. So I think, you know, from a, uh, from a standpoint, what they're finding in the, is it's a lot more effective. So I think, you know, over the next, you know, 10 years, you're going to see telemedicine taking a much larger role because, you know, you look at the technology from a, you know, you've got, scales, blood glucose monitors, blood pressure monitors, thermometers, they're all, you know, it's all digital. So, you know, when you're checking in on people remotely, um, especially our Medicare population, you know, I think that 
there's a huge opportunity moving forward because you know you look at the high utilizers that cost our healthcare system so much a lot of times it's a psychological loneliness that they're you know they're like you know what i'm going uh i'm calling in give me the ambulance i want to go see my doctor right yeah. and they just you know because they're nobody's visiting them well mm-hmm. if i can if i can call in have a video chat hey how are you doing i noticed you're gaining some weight what's going on are you getting up are you doing your physical therapy are you doing your exercises um you know there's a lot of opportunity there that um you know it's uh you know it's just it's just that willingness to change and i think that you know going back to what your original conversation was on covid's really changing healthcare i think that um you know, people are, are understanding that, uh, you know, you know, a, a simple phone call sometimes may not be the, the worst thing that could happen, right? Have you seen, um, you know, mental health is a big deal, but have you seen a, um, so if I had to look at utilization for Hooray uh, Health, um, w- would you say it's, it's 50-50 mental health? Would it, would it be 80-20? No, no, we, we're actually, in all honesty, we just started um, offering mental health Telemental health services to our uh, members, and so, um, and we it came from these large employers saying, "Hey, look, um, we need to have a hen- mental health product that uh, you know, or a solution for our members." So we're we're actually just now rolling that out to our large employers. Well, good for you for uh, you know adjusting to that need. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously. It's a, uh, you know, there's a, the largest part of our population is obviously just, you know, maybe sitting in fear and, and healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I've always said, uh, sometimes your brain's like a bad neighborhood and you shouldn't be there alone. Uh, <laughs> and then when you have somebody you can talk to and access points, community resources are being exhausted. There's no question about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and it's, you know, when you look at telemedicine, what's really exciting is, you know, you think about from a cost standpoint, um, you know, for us, we, uh, we offer our members $0 cost, right. To visit it from a telemedicine standpoint. And so if I'm able to, you know, it, it what it does is it eliminates that, that barrier to entry on the, um, on, you know, which is that cost to, mm-hmm. to see a pr- provider. So, you know, statistically, um, we, we use this all the time is, so if you look, if you look at a, um, uh, a, an uninsured person versus an insured person, and you look at how many times they see a, a provider over the course of the year, and um, what's driving that, and it's cost, right? So, at a, so if you look at the difference between an uninsured person, an uninsured person is going to see a physician um, 56.6% percent of that population is going to see a physician in a year right and insured it's 84.5 so it's almost you know it's it's a 20 um uh 25 percent difference right so or i'm sorry not 25 29 percent difference and so when you look at when you look at from a um an employer standpoint the impact on productivity you look at an impact on you know absenteeism you know, all of the indirect and direct things going on, having that no cost option for telemedicine, because a majority of it can be taken care of. I mean, even, even if, um, uh, you know, I need a prescription refill and, um, and it's, you know, I already have, you know, a prescription that another 
primary care physician physician has given me and I needed just a, a script refill, I can call in to telemedicine to get that taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, um, you know, it, it's the way we look at things is completely different now and, and, and rightfully so. So, well, as we're saying, everyone's paying attention to their mental health extra while in isolation. Um, do you think because of COVID-19 that uh, companies are going to start adding this telemedicine mental health support permanently into the, their health plan offerings? Or do you think it'll just be right now while this is happening? Do you think they'll s- stick with it? Well, I think they're already, you know, I think pretty much most health plans have telemedicine component. Here's mm-hmm. the problem. They're charging, you know, $50 to see a telemedicine provider. So most people don't see the, the value and why am I going to pay 50 bucks a copay to do this and I can just go see my PCP for the same 50 bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think what you'll see is hopefully they'll start taking cost out of that, uh, out of that telemedicine and, mm-hmm. uh, and bringing it, you know, you know, like us, we, we don't charge anything. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we really want to drive people to that telemedicine provider and make sure, it easily accessible. So hopefully you'll start seeing that from a trend. I had actually never even heard of it until I began working at McGowan Braybender a few years ago. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. I can sit on my couch. I can call somebody. I don't have right. to leave. They call in the prescription. And I was like, I am for sure going to be doing this from now on. So yeah. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, the other thing that people don't realize is, you know, um, so if you're going into a, a facility for care, so let's just go talk about the ER, right? Mm-hmm. So forget about the cost, but you know, hospital acquired infections is a huge issue in the United States. You know, you've got 1.7 million people a year that go into a hospital, and this includes the ER, that end up with a hospital acquired infection, right? Mm-hmm. 99,000 people a year die from that, okay? there are bad bugs in hospitals for a reason. So why, you know, why are you going to put yourself in that situation to go to where all the sick people are when you don't need to, right? Yeah. And I think the other thing, even for, you know, uh, for a lot of us is the fact that um, I think, you know, if, 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 when we, when we come out of this, uh, the way we use healthcare is, is going to change. There's no question about it. I mean, if the gates get opened and people have access to go to baseball games, you know, to kind of, I mean, people are going to be hesitant. So in your opinion, I mean, do you, do you see telemedicine just really growing? Yeah, I, I, 100%. You know, we've, we actually have a, a, a product. We have, you know, a mobile app with it. It's called well call 360 and you've got, you've got access to zero dollar, telemed and you've got um uh and you've got prescription discount all embedded uh and in one for less than 20 bucks and we uh we think that'll be our you know our fastest growing product moving forward just because i think one of the things too would be i'm I'm just gonna maybe call you on the carpet jane is that all right yeah so (laughs) what makes what makes hooray health uh different than other like telemedicine um, companies out there? What makes you, what, what makes you different? Well, a uh, couple things. I think that, um, you know, for us, it's $0 cost from a consult standpoint. 
you've got um, a fully integrated mobile app that has uh, both drug and uh, provider access. Um, and, uh, you know, and we're selling it, we're selling it to individuals as opposed to just, just through groups. Right. So I think that makes, that makes, a. um, so if I'm an employer, I can buy it. If I'm an individual, I can buy it. Correct. Okay. Good. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is for us, you know, we, our only focus, you know, we're, we're not, um, you know, we're not major medical and we don't want to be major medical. Um, our biggest thing is we're, we have, you know, we have that entry level. So hopefully an employer, uh, or an individual can just at least get access to telemed. And then, then we have the next level, which is, you know, you get your provider visits, you can go to one of our network, you can go, you know, uh, to your normal PCP if you want, and we'll just pay a flat rate on that. And so I think that's, um, that's where our key differentiator is, is that, you know, you've got different levels and options to go up to, but, you know, honestly, they're all, you know, hundred dollars or less. Right. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the biggest opportunity. Yeah. We, we, we want, our biggest goal is really giving the people that typically don't have access to healthcare, access to healthcare. That's what we want to mm-hmm. do. We want to bring them into the mix because the problem is the longer they stay out and don't go see a physician and get, their Tamiflu or get their sinus infection taken care of, you know, stuff that comes in and affects us in the workplace. Yeah. We call those people the medically homeless. So just give us an example about like, if I was an individual and I wanted to go buy that today, what, 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 what would that cost? Um, You know, so it's, it's just under, just under 20 bucks. It's uh, I think it's 1799 for, you know, for an individual and they can, they can get it. uh, You know, they can, uh, they can buy it and uh, have access to it. And, and there's a so, discount drug, uh, drug card attached to it? Yep, and there's so discount So you can prescribe, medi- are there medications it's, you can't prescribe? No, you can get access to any drug on there. It's just, uh, you know, what depending on what the cost would be. But here's, let me give you a great example. The great example is this, is you've got, of the top 20 prescribed drugs, five of them are over the counter, okay? We've get, we get, five of those top 20 of the fit, or I should say five of the 15, less than $5. You got 12 of the 15, less than $10. Right. And then those other three are less than 20 of the most prescribed drugs in the United States. So the reality is why are you paying, you know, 25, $50 a month for a drug program that, you know, you're going to pay a $10 copay for a generic that, you know, we get for less than 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. So the whole idea for us, it's flow, right? So I'm on the phone with the doctor and I can actually look up a, the drug that they're prescribing right there and give them the name of the, the, uh, the lowest price um, uh, uh, CVS or, or any other pharmacy uh, right there and give them the phone number and say, would you please call it in here? Wow. Um, I, I was just thinking back to your comment you said about children being able to use the avatars on when they're getting treated and the technology, all of it is very impressive. So if you would say in five years from now, what does telemedicine look like? Does it, how, how much more involved can it get? Oh, I I think it can get a lot more involved. I think that you're going to, um, you know, when you have chronically ill patients, I think you're going to, you know, from a, blood glucose standpoint, you know, weight, blood pressure, there, there's so much technology out there, including your Apple watch, right. That, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're able to track, I mean, it's your Apple watch is really almost like an EKG, right? 
So you mm-hmm. can look back at, um, you, I think you're going to be able to treat a lot of um, chronic diseases via telemedicine. I think you're going to be able to, you know, uh, even, you know, a young person that um, has their one face-to-face visit in a year for their birth control can, you know, do telemedicine for the next, you know, three visits. And uh, so there's one face-to-face and then there's, you know, three, three that are just over the, you know, over the video. I think, you know, the, the days of having to inconvenience yourself and go in and, and, uh, and wait in the doctor's office for three hours to, you know, for the visit, you know, it's, I think those are gone. Um, you know, especially with this millennial generation, um, you know, everybody gives the millennials a hard time, but I think what they (laughs) really, what they've really done is they've shown us that, you know, they're not going to accept, you know, the norm, right. Which is I'm going to go wait in the doctor's office for three hours when I, it's, you know, why is it taking three hours? It shouldn't. Hey, I was on your website. One is, um, great website. Uh, (laughs) so before Kenzie wraps us up, how'd you come up with the name Hooray Health? (laughs) Yeah. Everybody asked me that. It's funny. It's, uh, my wife hated it when I first came up with it. I was actually in, in my office here and uh, where I'm at today. And uh, I was really going through, um, you know, laundry list of names and looking for available URLs. And, and, um, and uh, I finally came up with Hooray Health because I just, um, healthcare and health insurance especially, it really has a negative um, you know, negative feeling with people. And, uh, and when I, when I thought of hooray, I was like, look, you can't say hooray health and not have a smile on your face. (laughs) And uh, so, um, so it was more of a, you know, something to be positive about. Um, And then also every day as we're, you know, as a company, you know, we, um, you know, when you tell somebody where you, where do you work, you know, I'm I'm with hooray health, you know, it, uh, you know, it sparks a conversation and it's something positive and it's something for our team to really live up to. Right. Which is, you know, doing something positive in, uh, in a space that has typically had a negative feeling. Right. Great question, Scott. I was wondering the same thing. Well, thank you so much, Shane. We are going to wrap up here. I, we really appreciate you coming on here and giving us some expertise and discussing, you know, the future of healthcare and technology. So if you want to learn more about Shane or Hooray Health, um, we will have his contact information and all of their social media platforms on our website. And if you have any questions or suggestions for our side effects show, feel free to email me at Kenzie at healthierbirthdays.com or Scott or Scott at healthierbirthdays.com. Yep. So thank you all for joining us. Have a great day and stay safe.